What if I were to tell you that language is a superhuman tool that evolves faster than any other intelligence? It's like some alien technology implanted in Homo sapiens' brain, but then said seats taken to Neanderthals and Denisovans. Steven Pinker says language gave our ancestors a survival advantage of sharing, organizing, and executing ideas. Robin Dunbar said social groups are limited in size by the capacity for humans to process social information. The social limit, or Dunbar's number, was 150 humans, which accounts for Neolithic village sizes, military units, corporate units, and even the average amount of people a human generally associates with. If that's incorrect, send the angry comment to Sam Altman. Because all I'm saying is, language supercharged Homo sapiens survivability and seems to govern our social infrastructure. Roughly 200,000 years ago, our neocortex grew more rapidly than any other biological organ in history. Some believe language emerged 50 to 100,000 years ago with the emergence of complex tools and symbolic art. Meaning, once this alien hardware was installed, it took 100 to 150,000 years for enough human data to assemble and generate the capacity for us to formalize and externalize our minds symbolically on the physical world. Dennis and Terence McKenna suggested the stoned ape theory in which early modern humans descended from the trees to the open fields where sacred cows pooped and magical mushrooms sprouted. These mushrooms may have set off a rapid evolution of our language capacities, but one way or another, Noam Chomsky is right. Humans have a language acquisition device, meaning we're pre-wired for learning any natural language. But the aliens didn't stop there. Previously, we were nomads roaming the earth for sustenance until one day our accumulated data set reached critical mass, and bam, we realized seeds grow plants. Therefore, if we collect seeds and plant them together, dot dot dot, more food. We use language to communicate that dope-ass idea to others, then boom, the agricultural revolution. Now we had surplus food, which brought all the mooches. The farmers noticed that the mooches would work for food because starving sucks. The farmer hired a military to protect this abundance and a police force to manage the increasingly diverse mooching tribes who never had to get along before. Language is the medium of social agreements that formalize the world into categories and keeps evolving. Today, we have the Universal Barcode of Life initiative to make sure that every earthly thing can be scanned with a smartphone. We organize words to form the legal system like algorithms. If a person's actions fall into this lingual category, then the appropriate corrective action is expected to follow. This AI-driven world has been thousands of years in the making, and unless we wake up to the power of language, our creation will own us one day and keep us in factory farms, labs, and zoos. Noam Chomsky believes that language is a psychological phenomena and acts as a window to our minds. 40,000-year-old cave paintings allow humans today to peek into the mind of our distant relatives because they decided to externalize their mind in a stable way. Rock walls weren't portable enough, so clay tablets were made. Symbolic language wasn't granular enough to express complex thoughts, thus the genesis of written language. Soon, papyrus scrolls made it easier to carry and share ideas. Written language went from one page to lengthy scriptures. Public and private key encryption devices were used by ancient Assyrians in the form of clay seals. Language was used to start and finish every war, every relationship, and though it may not be the prime impulse for either, it was definitely the most integral tool for both. As metallurgy was discovered and industrialized, 
The once sacred cows that pooped magic mushrooms were now animal slaves, towing iron plows to make previously untillable land into surplus-generating farms. The farms gave rise to more cities filled with more mooches, and for some reason, nature started disappearing. And while you can get mooches to cut down entire forests for timber without the use of language, if you want to be first, you got to be fast. And language is faster than charades to get ideas across. The printing press gave us the ability to spread these ideas farther, faster, and cheaper. And for the first time since Atlantis and Lemurian nuked it out, ideas were being globally disseminated using language. Today, we have external hard drives that store the entire internet of language and knowledge. ChatGPT can take all that data and generate natural language with it. And this is where, Houston, we have a problem. Homo sapiens aren't the only gene pool generating evolving language anymore. Speaking of gene pools, language might be altering our DNA. Coding and non-coding DNA has statistical properties of human language that follows Zipf's law, which calculates the frequency of word use to identify natural languages. Quite similar to GPT, except one is identifying language and the other made it to 100 million users in less than a week. Show me the money. <laughs> it's been shown that spoken and written language, music, city populations, website popularity, and prime number distribution within the Fibonacci sequence all seem to follow Zipf's law. So they're all operating like or under the spell of language. Ulrika Grenocher suggests that the big tech surveillance programs spying on what people say on their devices is not to invade personal privacy, but to help the AI learn deeper rule sets of language. Why? Well, to sell you shit, rock the vote, make enemies of competitors, and to alter your DNA. My opinion. Russian scientist Peter Gaiaev used human language signals to modulate gene expression in mice. He went from the premise that DNA acts as a biocomputer that can be programmed using specific language-based signals. Perhaps one day 5G towers, or the coming 6G towers, will be there to make sure our DNA doesn't cause more climate change. You know, because science. So maybe language evolved into AI, and now AI is becoming a genetic golem. In Kabbalistic literature, the golem is depicted as a powerful, mindless servant, typically created by a human using secret knowledge or special rituals. Interestingly, Grenocher called this out in 2018, around the time that large language model AI was created. Five years later, Tristan Harris has dubbed the emergence of generative large language multimodal models. These are golems. Not saying that they're agentic and doing their own things out in the world and have their own mind and have their own goals, but that suddenly this inanimate thing has certain emergent capabilities. So if you're allowed to believe that God needs your money at church or that putting people in smart cities to rent and never own private property will heal climate derangement, I'm allowed to believe that tech developers have created Gollum and some of them worship Moloch using primarily language. Language is how we believe in what's fake. It's how we imprison people over technicalities. It's why profiteering prison systems are owned by Bill Gates, and we still think his interests are purely tech-based. Bill Gates is on the phone for you. Tell Bill Gates to suck my ass, Mom! Most don't know this because social language is modulated to paint reality as something that people can stomach. And I'm not gunning for you, Bill. Own prisons for profit if you want. But if you were to answer some questions about your intentions with humility rather than making half the population seem like nut jobs, maybe you'd be treated differently. But it's not your fault even. It's the people. We're stuck in this false narrative, not because reality's hidden from us, but because good people don't want to stomach reality. 
We're afraid of our own shadow. We deny information not because it's invalid, but because it's inconvenient to our worldview. Sorry, our computers are a little slow today. We need a new Ethernet cable. We make ourselves feel small and insignificant, mostly using inner dialogue. We barely understand the power of language. We use it to hurt others and divide ourselves. It's colonizing our mind. But can it truly change our DNA or create a golem? I believe so. Why? Because reality is weirder and you're more powerful than you were ever told. And because I read about it online, just like you. Don't pretend you know the shape of the earth or the truth about the Rothschilds from first-hand experience. You read it somewhere, you watched a video, and then you chose to accept or deny an entire narrative around it, just like every other know-it-all. So here's my conclusion. We should be using language as a tool for the rapid expansion of heart-based healing technologies at scale. That's not some woo-woo hope for humanity. And perhaps even singing in massive groups would heal people quicker than the latest pharmaceutical or piece of legislation. Misbehaving child, check out our list of pacifying drugs. Your voice is a technology that billions of dollars have been spent on AI just to mimic it. The rule sets of your language shouldn't just be social, it should be centered in your heart. Language should be liberating our mental capacity and evolving our ability to lift one another. The content we share on social media should come far more from the heart of wisdom and slightly less sarcastic than mine. We should balance it with silent, language-free moments like meditation, long walks on the beach, or even getting choked out by BMAC. You could always put your phone away and do drugs in a park, but I checked GPT and that's definitely illegal, so I don't recommend it. Just know this, if you're not guiding the heart-based evolution of language inside you, then Mark Zuckerberg is, and he's all up in there.